Hello, everyone, and welcome to the My Scotts Valley podcast. Yes, 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 it's been a few weeks, but guess what? We're back. We're here about a week before the Christmas, uh, before Christmas comes around. Today, as we are doing this podcast, I believe it's like the 13th or something like that, or 14th. I don't even know what day it is. Who knows what day it is or what month it is with this whole COVID situation, right? So uh, I'm going to be introducing to you in a few seconds uh, a couple of pretty awesome human beings that I really wanted to have on this podcast, and um, Danny Reber and Lynn Robinson, Danny with the Scotts Valley Chamber, who is also a board member uh, at Valley Churches United, and also Lynn Robinson, who runs the show there. So super excited about having them on the program today, um, but just so you know, um, a week before the holidays, I had surgery last week. I don't know why I scheduled it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to have surgery on my foot, um, at a time when I'm not going to be super busy. And I don't think I've been any busier <laughs> in my business, not to mention, you know, the holidays are here, spending time with the kids and everything. So, you know, but I'm feeling good and I'm looking forward to the holiday season because gosh, we could, we could sure use some cheer, um, to close out 2020, couldn't we? I mean, it's been one of those interesting years that, my goodness, I can't wait for 2021. And, you know, as I get older and as we all get older, some get younger, but as I get older, I always feel like, gosh, I, I, I don't want time to go by fast anymore. I want to enjoy every single minute of every day, every weekend. You know, before when I was younger, I used to say, I can't wait till this uh, season is over so we can move on to the summer. But now I'm like, yeah, I want to hold on to this because <laughs> every day is super important now. And you don't recognize it and realize it any more than what you do today. But uh, I'm looking forward to Christmas. I'm glad it's here. It's around the corner. And uh, gosh, God bless all of you. And uh, happy holidays to all of you. Hope you're, even if you're just hanging out with your family by yourselves and just FaceTiming people, because that's kind of what we're doing. That's what we did for Thanksgiving and I'll tell you, my family and I have not been closer. And I'm going to bring the conversation over to two pretty awesome human beings. First, I have Danny Reber. with He is the executive director of the Scotts Valley Chamber of Commerce. And he's also a board member with Valley Churches United Missions. He's a board member at the Water District. I think he's even going to serve on the next presidential. I don't know what he's up to, but he's got a lot of things going on. How are you doing, Danny? Doing well. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> hey, thanks for being on here with us today. Looking forward to having a great conversation with you and Lynn. And along with that note, we have Lynn Robinson, who is the director, executive director also at Valley Churches United, known as VCUM, probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite organization in the Valleys and pretty much anywhere. How you doing, Lynn? I'm doing great. Happy to have you both. And, you know, we were just talking about like, you know, when I was a kid, I used to say, I just, you know, I kind of want, I kind of want the school year to be over so that I can hang out, you know, during the, during summer and play games all, you know, play football and baseball all summer long. And nowadays I'm trying to hold on to every single day. Did you notice that the, the, the little older that we get, some of us don't get older, obviously, but the older we get, we just want to hold on to time a little bit more. <laughs> you ever notice that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. It's really true. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about Valley Churches United Missions, uh, VCUM, we call it. And I think, you know, lately over the years, it's been called Valley Churches United. Um, but I guess the formal name is still VCUM, Valley Churches United Missions. Is that correct? 
Well, it's actually our formal name is what we are as a nonprofit with the state as a as an official name. It's Valley Churches United. Oh, but gotcha. our in the, the the initials that we have it's on our you know our website is vcum.org. So if you were to use our acronym, it's VCUM. But when you say who we are, we say we're Valley Churches United. Gotcha. And missions, all yeah. the different missions you guys are involved in through the year, right? That's really how the word missions got added on because there's so many missions, so many programs. We're in the middle of our holiday Christmas project right now with the support of the community. So at some point, I'll share a little bit of that news with oh, you. Oh, looking forward to that. So what's cool about it, and Danny, you and I live in Scotts Valley, right? Lynn, where do you live? If you don't mind me asking, what city do you live so in? So I literally, so I say that I sleep in Santa Cruz, but I live in Ben Holman because really <laughs> so many hours are spent lovingly here at right. work with the work we do with community support. But I do live in Santa Cruz. Okay, gotcha. So imagine my beautiful commute. It's the most beautiful commute. Can you imagine? Yeah. I ride from <laughs> She's being Cruz. modest, Robert. We, we refer to her as the Energizer Bunny. Even this weekend, I saw Lynn would send an email Saturday, Sunday. You worked the whole weekend, <laughs> didn't you, as always? <laughs> well, it helped me get caught up a little bit. We rock and roll around here, and there's just a few of us yep. because with COVID, we don't have all of our volunteers. So we got a lot on our plate. <laughs> and I would have to say, Lynn, especially during the holiday season, and one of the things I always say, and my mom used to always say this, and she still says it. She says, you know, Mother's Day should be every day, not just on Mother's Day. And that's very true, right? I mean, we should honor our parents on a daily basis. You know, during the holidays, you get busier, but we need to remember that people are needing or are in need all year long, right? Absolutely. We have one of our sayings here is hunger doesn't take a holiday. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, VCUM, VCUM, Valley Churches United, um, we had a pretty awesome event. It was so much fun. And, and you know, <laughs> it, was it was two weeks ago. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm honored that, that, you know, you guys uh, um, had me be a part of it. It was so much fun. We had some great people on there. And we were able to raise $42,000 for VCUM. And yeah. super exciting. First of all, let's talk about the event. Um, it was basically the three amigos, the three of us who kind of put it all together. And and with the help of so many people that also participated and all the donors. Um, just super it, exciting it to see how much support we got. You know what I mean? It was great to see. So we had some great. Did you want to talk a little bit about some of the guests that we had on there? Are you talking with me? Lynn, I'm talking to Lynn, yes. I have to say, number one, I, you know, I had hoped that something remarkable could happen. Mm -hmm. It just was so far beyond my expectations. Because normally we would have had lit our, our gala that would have been up at Papazzi's. We could have maybe 140 people max. Um, and it, it's where you physically would be together. Obviously, with COVID this year, none of that could happen. In fact, all of our Correct. fundraisers were canceled. So then along comes this wonderful donor with an opportunity, yes. which you'll describe a little more detail. And I'm thinking, what can we do with this? And I am so busy. I don't have any bandwidth. Who could I ask? Who could maybe help and figure this out? So do I not go to the two best people that I can even imagine? And the two of you knocked it out of the ballpark. Having Robert Aldana and Danny Reber tag team all the parts that need to come together to make an unbelievable and new way of doing a fundraiser we did the virtual holiday gala um, opportunity event and you guys knocked it out of the park so first of all when you talk about who came on board and had a chance we could talk with them because of how you put it all together our dignitaries mm -hmm. so we had supervisor 
Bruce McPherson, and he was wonderful, giving a lot of information. And we have such a wonderful relationship with him from decades, decades, decades. Mm-hmm. And then think about all the dignitaries we had from Scotts Valley. We had Derek Kim, Jim Reed, Donna Lind. Um, I'm even thinking, we felt like we had, to, well, then we had our board members there mm-hmm. present. But just when I think about the relationship we have with all the city council members, the mayor, the vice mayor of Scotts Valley, they're tr- not only do they know of Valley Churches and the work we do, but we have these really long-term, long-lived, really rich, deep relationships with them because they're the community members that are also stepping up and supporting, and they understand the need, they recognize it, they participate. I mean, I just, that was one of those aha moments at the gala for me when I realized who all we had collectively there participating in the gala, Mm -hmm. how, how special it was and how true it was that that we are unique like that, that people do know who we are. They know the work we do. They want to support it. They see the outcome of it in their own communities yeah. throughout, because that's our service area. All of Scotts Valley, all of Bonnie Dune, all of San Lorenzo Valley, areas that all had some kind of impact from the CZU fires this year, whether it was only an evacuation and they were lucky enough to come back to a home or people that lost everything that they had on this earth. You know, it's just the whole gambit. And those are people that we're now serving and helping. Yeah, excellent. And two of the people, obviously, that were on with us pretty much the whole time was uh, board members Kevin Foster and Jeanette Larkin, who were yeah, just fantastic. So- and and we had so you know, I think what was fun about it is how interactive it was. And so many people who were, you know, just commenting and having fun and goofing around with each other, teasing each other. Uh, Jeanette was wearing a different hat pretty much <laughs> after every performance and a different sweater. And just it was just really super cool. And it was like we were all hanging out together. But yet we were all social distance pretty far apart, obviously, via via a virtual gala and event. So it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, 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 it was, was just so cool. There was so much personality that got brought into it because mm-hmm. of that. Like when you say you have, you know, it's so wonderful to have also the board members be able to be present and part of it. And yes, you had Jeanette, who is just, you know, she's lovely beyond belief in every respect of how she helped support her community. And then all of a sudden you're like, what, what, what's on her head? And, you know, yeah, exactly. and it was hilarious. And then you have, you have Kevin Foster, again, another amazing person doing yeah. a community, just community support beyond belief. And then, he, in his classic style, well, I, well, I wondered if he'd have a black cowboy hat or a white cowboy hat because yeah. it might be one or the other. And just shows up in his style and his personality. And then Danny, of course, again, an ama- and he's our vice chair yeah. um, that does, does so much amazing work and just knows how to just calmly and, and in such a joyful way be present for everything like that. And I just looked at that. I, you know, I was, when I had the chance just to be in awe of it and watching it take place, but I'm a part of it, but I'm just a, the observer at a at certain point during the evening, I just sat there in awe of like, am I this lucky that this is what I get to be a part of? It's, I call it my job of gratitude, mm-hmm. but I go, yes, it's really true because you see the community spirit and that humanity in all of its best essence. And I thank you for the two of you that made that happen because I really didn't know what we could have done with an opportunity that presented itself and here we are with with an outcome that I couldn't ever have imagined that, that the support from the community was beyond belief well you're not an observer you're part of the reason on, go ahead Danny oh no I just you know reiterating on on how it was a fun event and you know we're giving giving a thanks for for a lot of the folks that made this happen Robert I just want to thank you again I mean you enabled us to reach out to an online audience that I think was a new part for Valley Churches 
And then, I mean, it really was fun. I got a kick out of it when we came back from being <laughs> Durbin playing the songs. You could right? see, see the panel dance like Jeanette and her husband were dancing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> How awesome is James time. Durbin, though? I mean, come on. That guy, yeah. is a, he's amazing. Him, hats off to them. Uh, hats off to James Durbin. And it's actually the Lost Boys featuring James Durbin. So I'm going to give them all due respect. But hats off to them. It, it, Durbin is, got, is an incredible talent. I mean, his voice is just off the charts unreal and you know what i love is just when you know you know because i got in touch with lost boys to ask hey is there any possibility do you think you know just want to <laughs> ask because and then the, immediately immediately the answer was yeah if we can make that date work we are on board and uh, you know and then robert you did the same thing with the incredible musicians that you were able to bring into that wonderful gala and same thing with um Miragatu when she yeah. said i'm so sorry i have to be doing this event but please let me be a part of it with these awesome you know maybe one you would like to choose and that song that you mm -hmm. chose that was a i mean it just all night long what yeah. what, what this repertoire of musicians did to help support was incredible and so mm -hmm. much talent mm -hmm. yeah absolutely the and other thing i wanted to think if for robert too as well is you know, like there's the obvious success of the event that we raised that money that's going to go to real friends and neighbors here that need need help and assistance. But, you know, I think just as important as raising money is raising awareness for those who aren't familiar with the, what Valley Churches does and what our mission is and what we're able to accomplish and do for the community. And, uh, you know, you you with that event really gave us a platform to be able to tell our story. And I really like I said, I feel like that's equally important as the money raised because we're planting seeds in the community for the future. You know, when no when there is a need, I think that that's a testament even through the fires and COVID and all the things that have happened this year. Is you know, um, when when people are going, boy, I want to help. I want to I want to help my neighbors in need. You know, Valley Churches is, is the first thing that rolls rolls off of somebody's tongue. Yeah. And, you know, with you creating that event, it really gave us exposure and an opportunity to tell our story. So let's tell a story. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Let's tell the story. First of all, Danny, you wear a lot of hats, and you're you're, you're uh, so many of them. And and God bless you for all the time you put into the community. Um, with the money that was raised, um, let's talk about the forty two thousand dollars. Let's talk about all the money that's been raised all year, and hopefully, will be continue to be raised. I think people want to know. Where is that money going to? Like when they donate, because we all, all of us work so hard for our money. We do. I mean, we work hard for every penny that we get. Um, some a little more than others, and I get that. But people want to know that their money is being put to good use. And I know that it is. That's why I believe in VCUM so much. And that's why I support VCUM, because I know the money goes to good use. But I think people would love to hear from the both of you, you know, some experiences, some stories. I mean, tell us like, you know, where that money is going to end up. Do any of you want to start off? Well, God, I'll just start. I know Lynn's got the great stories, but you know, I, 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 this was something that we mentioned on the podcast, and just for those who might be tuning in and aren't as familiar with Valley Churches and what they do, one thing I think that's very special um, is Valley, Valley Churches actually doesn't take government money. It, it, is, it is solely volunteer and donor-driven. Mm -hmm. It really, truly is neighbors helping neighbors. And, you know, if you, want, if you want to give and just have that money go directly to a good cause, it's really, there's, there's really, I don't know of any organization that can can claim, you know, a grassroots foundation like that of how they, they're just simply neighbors helping neighbors. And I'll, I'll let Lynn tell some of the wonderful stories because I know there's so many of them that we hear. You know, even, um, for instance, I know as a board member, something that 
always gives me great joy is sometimes we'll hear a story of a wonderful volunteer or somebody who came by and wrote a big check. And um, so, so many times uh, that person will be somebody who was actually down on their luck themselves and was a recipient mm-hmm. of Valley churches in the past. And, you know, was look and, and is happy to return that favor. And when yeah. you see that come full circle like that, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's just such a good feeling inside. And, um, you know, we've said it before, we mentioned it on the, on the virtual gal as well as, you know, Valley churches, prides itself on giving a hand up not a hand out and it just feels so amazing to me to see it come full circle with those who are in need come turn around and be the people that help those who are in need at a later time and i'll let lynn tell some of those great stories though you know danny and before she gets into that i just want to piggyback on what you just said you know when we were doing the kind of like you know just the promos and letting people know that this was coming up it was really cool to actually read people posting what you're saying right now hey i was a recipient of vcum back in the days and i remember when our family was standing in line for food and clothing etc and they're like i want to pay it back i want to give back that to me danny was like awesome that was just like heartwarming all about. yeah it's exactly that's what it's all about lynn so danny said something that i thought mm-hmm. well you know it really is we are Here's one of the unusual things about us that Danny already hit the nail on the head is that we don't take any direct government funding. For instance, the city of um, Scotts Valley doesn't directly fund or the county of Santa Cruz isn't directly funding, you know, such as that. Or even government um, grants that would be coming from the federal government. We don't have any of that directly because we really have been able to support ourselves with how the community itself can support us without the government funds. And it's kind of a legacy starting with Annette back in the day, and we've been able to keep that going forward. And that's unusual for a nonprofit. Usually nonprofits have to really rely on a government source for a fair amount of their income. And we, and now you need to be really diversified. So I've been, um, I never thought of myself as a grant writer. It's not a background I have, but in my role as executive director, for sure, in these last five years, I've gotten very skilled at it. And this year we've wonderfully, in fact, um, Kaiser Permanente, we had a wonderful, wonderful sizable grant come through this year. So you want your nonprofits to be diversified and not have any one bucket they're depending on the money from Mm -hmm. so that we always know we have a source and don't, if something's dried up, you still have another way of supporting yourself with your, and for us, the biggest, biggest, biggest one is exactly as you described. It's the community support that sees that we're here locally. We don't exist anywhere else. Our support and giving what we do to help neighbors helping neighbors and and doing the work we do is literally in this large it's a large service area all of scotts valley all of san lorenzo valley all of bonnie dunes and then our board also made sure because the ccu fire was so devastating in through um, davenport and swanton area that for the sake of people that are needing support to recover from the fires we've included that area as well for this particular disaster and that was, um, you know, that's going to be really, really helpful because that's a long, long-term support that's going to happen over many years of recovery, we expect. So let me tell you a few just quick stories of folks that have come through. I mean, because what's happening now for us, we're year-round food pantry, of course. So mm-hmm. as Robert described, that's what we do every week of the year, right? Um, and we like people to come and get that support from us so that they really can stretch their money further so that they can pay their water bill or they've got the money for their rent. You know, they're getting the good nutritious food from us on a, on a every other week basis. That's how we do our program. 
Then we have all these other wonderful programs to help support. We have crisis support we can do for rent, utilities. Um, could be uh, There could be a vehicle repair. It depends on a case-by-case basis, how they qualify and what, how we can support them. And then we have these wonderful programs. And right now is that time of year when we do the Christmas holiday program for our, our we do we just did our distribution for all adult households last Saturday. This coming Saturday, it's the family. So that's where we normally have this place teeming with our volunteers looking like elves because they're wrapping hundreds and hundreds of presents. But this year with COVID, mm-hmm. we've totally turned our operation around and we're still doing all the giving. But we're just doing it very differently. Um, we're going to be supplying the wrapping paper for parents and such because we just can't have all the people in our building being susceptible in any way, shape, or form. We need to keep a really tight bubble on on COVID here so that we don't ever have to shut down. We want to be able to keep um, supporting our clients every week all year round. So we had um, this a couple couple share. One of them is a CZU um, right away. And, of course, most people know Bonnie Doon just got hit very, very, very hard from the CZU fire. Mm-hmm. So there's this couple that he is 88, wife is 85. They, their property, I think they acquired the year they got married, 1954, and she's the one that built the house. Right. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, I'm, you can hear me giggling because I'm picturing them right now telling the story. And when they first came here, and they have a, a, a handicap van, so they're both in wheelchairs, except one of the wheelchairs burned in the fire. So. The wife is using the husband's wheelchair, so they, they were minus a wheelchair, mm-hmm. um, but he can use a walker. So they come kind of just, you know, shell-shocked. The first visit, they're really shell-shocked. Um, and that's, we experienced that a lot. Sometimes people were hearing themselves tell their story. Uh, you can hear it through the phone. It tears me up. They're telling their story for the very first time, hearing themselves the experience they went through, because it was devastating. Mm-hmm. It was unimaginable unbelievable most of us can't even imagine so we were one of the first places that we heard the story they heard themselves talking about it they didn't want to even ask for help they're not usually asking for help Mm -hmm. they're usually the people being a giver not a receiver so we kept finding ways that we could turn it around and offer help so they didn't even feel like they were asking you're cutting off you're cutting up you're cutting up, Lynn. Um, not sure oh, if you're, are you going okay. through somewhere? Or are you okay? You're better now. You're okay. Go ahead. Right here. I'm not going to move my Perfect. body. Perfect. Okay. Go ahead. So, and I don't have to move my body. So, yeah. So, finding a way to help support them without them feeling like they're really asking mm-hmm. for help has been one of our little tricks in a way because we we have the support to give them, and everyone's unique. So, in this particular case, we were able to help them um, with some funds in the form of gift certificates that the community is helping us purchase or the community was supplying mm-hmm. them. So that was helping them get some just immediate things. They were able to go at, get to their daughters. So they were not out of the whole county. They were still in our service area, but no longer up in Bonnie Doon. They hope to rebuild someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but then here's, a, here's the magic of what happens at Valley Churches. Maybe three weeks ago, a fellow comes in his big van And he has an electric wheelchair, like a scooter kind of wheelchair. And I'm looking at going, oh, no, I don't don't know. What are we going to do? I had to make sure it worked. I don't want someone leaving us with something that's a problem. He guaranteed me it worked. And then who do I I see not within 24 hours later? The fellow that lost Mm -hmm. everything and just just, um, the husband, not the wife. And I said, guess what came in our door yesterday? Can you use this? And it was one of those classic, like, couldn't have been timed better. We we see those little magical moments all the time. So now they have 
the electric wheelchair that they desperately needed. Um, it's a different kind of, it's the scooter type that you kind of see on the streets sometimes. And they love it. They just love it. So that's one fun story. And we've helped them multiple times with just different needs that they have of things we have here. People just get excited when I say, yeah. do you need some towels? We have new towels. And they, you should see how elated they get over a set of towels. You know, it you just know? kind of but puts I, it in perspective. Like so many things that we have on a daily basis that we take for mm-hmm. granted. You know what I mean? Right, Danny? I mean, things that we have every day that we're able to use, we take for granted. For example, and to kind of piggyback on this, you know, very similar like the My Scotts Valley Facebook page. One of the things that I always want to do is like do something special with it. Do something like like that's going to help our community. And I remember this one lady sent sent us a, a message one day. She said, you know, um, I'm in a situation where I have to stay in, I, I have to stay sitting down at all times. She says, I, I, you know, I, I can't go anywhere. I can't leave the house. Uh, I really, would, I really would like to get one of those. Um, that wasn't me, by the way. I really would like to get one of those, um, chairs that are like the electronic ones are like similar to a golf cart, but they're small so that I can go mm-hmm. to the store and I can buy some groceries so that I can make my husband a dinner because he makes me dinner every day. And I want to be able to go somewhere where I can also get my hair cut and my hair done so I could look beautiful for my husband. Imagine, I mean, like the things that wow. people are in need. And within one day, I think it was even that afternoon, we were able to get them a wheelchair that's electrical, the ones that she wanted, a perfect one. Someone who said, I just uh, don't have a use for it as of yesterday. And son of a gun, I, I went on my Scotts Valley and I saw this post. So we got them a wheelchair and somebody who does hair was able to donate uh, to do her hair and somebody else donated food. I mean, those are things that <laughs> I don't know, Danny and Lynn, that it's a coincidence. I think it's fate, you know, to be honest with you. Yeah, that doesn't, I mean, see, exactly as you described those. So to me, those magical moments, I call that, it's that circle of gratitude. It's a full circle. Every piece of that has someone that they're grateful that they were in whatever role they got to do and participate. You know, the other thing, as we all know, as you said, you know, waiting for 2020 to be over with and start into 2021, which is still going to have its challenges. But when we all had the immediate you know, shelter in place back in mid-March. Um, look how many months that's been. So now we have clients that we would have never seen come to our doors that have either the double whammy, COVID and CZU fire, or even just the COVID. And in all these cases that we're seeing of people that didn't expect to ever be in a position, and that's sometimes what they mm-hmm. say to us. I never thought I'd need this help. And we just say, well, that's why, that's exactly why we're here. We're the path through of the community's gratitude and generosity, but it's not of their doing. You know, it's not their fault that COVID has, you know, they've lost hours at work or whatever the case may be, or same thing with CZU fire. So thank goodness that, that we are one of those unique organizations that's right here in a place where it's so needed and we've been around for, we came, we were born of the storms of 82. We've been around for decades and we really, really take the, um, we're the stewards of the community support and we take that very, very seriously. We do financial audits. We just do all the things that you want to do really carefully and keep track. I mean, we do our inventory process, you should see, because if you can imagine how much we have here, we do our inventory process every year. We have a wonderful CPA we work with. We just, we do everything in a way that keeps us so 
um, focused on the work, but in a way where we can be accountable to anybody, you know. And that, I think, is one of the reasons why the community has so much strong trust in us, the support they have in us. They see it, as you say. There's people in our community that um, I think, sometimes I think it's a special Christmas program. We, we right. hear adults that say, I, my best Christmas was the year that we were treated from Valley Churches. They, they remember, awesome. as a child, yeah. they remember that. And they come back as an adult, and they're the giver for the Christmas project. I mean, that's that full circle of gratitude. Yeah. Danny, do we still have you on the line, bud? Yep, yep. Okay, got it. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't sure. I thought you had dropped off. Uh, Danny and, and Lynn, we're, we're talking to Danny Reber, who is the executive director of the Scotts Valley Chamber of Commerce, but also a board member at Valley Churches United. And we also have the privilege to uh, be speaking to Lynn Robinson, who is the executive director for Valley Churches United, uh, VCUM. And uh, these are some great conversations. I mean, there you've got to have a plethora of story after story. I remember I went in there like three years ago um and was dropping off a bunch of toys and different things and and i remember somebody i don't remember who it was uh but shared with me a couple of letters from kids who um just you know the the things that they wanted and it just like totally mm-hmm. made me cry it was unbelievable like and it was just they were wanting things like i just want my my little brother to be healthy again and i just want my dad to be able to find a job can you please find him a job uh we want to have our own home one of these days and i'm like oh my gosh these things these stories are are truly heartbreaking and it just makes you feel amazing to know when you give to an organization like vcum so share with me uh, if you don't mind, either Danny or Lynn, share with me what's the process if somebody needs help, if somebody's you know having a tough time, whether it's during the holiday season or during the year, what's a process that needs to take place for somebody to reach out to you? And Danny, you want me to start that one? I think I'll let I'll let Lynn take that one. I, I I'll just say as a board member, I think what's unique that we've kind of touched upon is is that it's case by case and and. Uh, Valley, Valley Churches United Missions, you know, we kind of have that flexibility to listen and find out what that specific need is. You know, like Lynn told a story, maybe it's just getting their car repaired, you know, that one yeah. bill, they couldn't pay a month, you know, but anyway, I'll let, I'll let Lynn tell the story. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because we do vet each and every request. So basically, we hope that community members that are in need and they're having difficult times are already coming here and getting some support for our food pantry that gives them a lot, we give a lot of food. So honestly, that really stretches pretty far and probably get, if, like if it's a family of five, they're getting several bags of food and also then the um, voucher card, either usually from Safeway, we also have Wild Root and they get that. So family five, that would be $50 once a month. And that helps stretch their money so that they can come up with the money for their utility or their rent or whatever it is. But then there's times when people are having a crisis, whatever it might be, they're normally getting by, um, and then they ha- they hit the glitch, whatever it might be. Could be they got sick, or the car broke down, sure. or yeah. So then they would put in a request with us. We would have to vet it first of all. If they were not a client and they were coming in because they learned about go to Valley Churches, they might be able to help you. We need to make sure they're in our service area, which is a very large service area. I've already described. Mm-hmm. And then we would, and then we have them fill out a fair amount of paperwork in terms of just knowing we have to prove their residency. Um, and then they fill out information. We verify, especially if they're asking for rent. We don't ever give any direct financial assistance to the client. 
it will be to whatever the need is. If it's the SLV water district because they're behind in a water bill or PG&E or to the landlord, that's where the check will get written to. And gotcha. then we have them take the check and, and take it to whoever the agency is that needs to, needs that the money that they were having a hard time coming up with. And that really the whole idea is, and this is wonderful, the, the, the board recently in the last year or so um, re- recreated the mission statement, and it's to bridge the gap in times of crisis by providing assistance to local residents, thus promoting stability, self-sufficiency, and hope. And I think that's the big piece here is, like Danny said, it's not just the handout, it's the hand up, because it's that time when they start spiraling, and if you can't catch and help them then, the next step might be that they lose their housing, they become homeless, whatever it might be. It's, a, it's something that the community helps support us getting them in a place where they stabilize again. And that makes all the difference to these folks, all the difference. And that, I'm not saying other agencies don't also do that. There's so many amazing nonprofits that are able to do those in different ways. That's part of the uniqueness of how we are able to do that. And we can do it quickly. You know, if someone's having a situation where it has to happen in a fairly quick, short period of time, because we don't have to go through another government agency to verify something else, we verify, but it's just, we don't have five more layers of bureaucracy before we can make it happen. And I think that helps a lot for the needs that are out in our community. And I think, I think it's really important for people to note that, you know, I, this, that's pretty awesome, Lynn and, and Danny, but I think it's important for people to know also that it's not a system set up for the, like, you know, if you're, if you're renting a really nice house and you just want somebody to help you every month with the rent, you know, that they're going to come here to help you. I mean, they will help in situations that are, Hey man, you're, you're about to be homeless if you don't get this resolved and, and, uh, uh, and things of that nature. Right. I mean, this is not to put brand new tires on your Porsche. This is for people who are saying, Hey, you look, you know what? I need tires. I, I'm barely making it, um, and uh, I need to be able to get to work so I can support my family. But my tire is about to one of them is about to blow. You want to want to share how that how you determine those type of things? Um, yeah, that absolutely is the case. You you hit it right. And then what they'll do is, um, I mean, we usually learn what it is that they're you know because we kind of sometimes have to pull it out of them. Like, well, what? How do you? How are you hoping that we might be able to help you? Right. Um, and then sometimes they're just spiraling so much because from five different directions they're having a crisis you know it could be tires are bald you just lost your your hours at work and you know add one more thing let's just say a medical issue so then they're just kind of spinning like they can't even kind of land and so we help them kind of land and look at the priorities of like what would be the best way we can help you so sometimes we're the one that kind of pull that out and make a decision like it looks like the best way we can do and this is the thing that's costing the most let us get, you know, whatever, A, B, or C done. And typically it will be the housing. Typically it'll be there. And it could even be a mortgage. It could be a homeowner going through a crisis as well. Um, But we do vet and make sure that it really is something where they have no, we make sure that they've checked with some other agencies. Mm -hmm. We don't just like, okay, let's just put the money out there. We make sure that they've reached out to some other partner agencies that we offer. We just did that this week. We partnered with San Augustine for helping someone that we put in a thousand dollars, they put in a thousand dollars. So the client in essence is getting $2,000 of help from two different agencies that see the need. And neither of us had to come up with the 2000, you know, so we have that beautiful network of people that we can help work with too, that even helps that client even further. So that's a typical scenario of, um, and sometimes there's, you know, it could be as small as just, 
uh, let's call it a, a PG&E bill that just if that one month behind and it's $120. Right. Or it could be the rent for $1,200 10 times that. Or it could be something, like you say, maybe someone, you know, a car repair that is substantial, but if they don't have that car functioning, they can't get to work. They can't bring money in for the family. Mm-hmm. That might even cost more. And we look and vet it. We talk to the mechanic. We Sometimes the mechanics, sometimes our wonderful local mechanics will reduce the bill a little bit, give a little discount, you know? So it's just the, the, the shared responsibility and support to help someone in their time of need isn't just us. It's also some of these other places where is there any chance you can give a little discount to help, you know, and oftentimes that happens. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Danny? Yeah. Did you want to touch base on that, Danny, or no? Well, gosh, just, you know, commenting on that circle of gratitude, you know, and, um, you know, sharing a very specific uh, story myself, you know, um, the, the CZU fires were something that all of us went through to, to different levels. Yes. And, you know, some of us were fortunate to be able to come back to our homes and others, I'm sure we all know some friends or family that were less, less fortunate. And, you know, just um, sharing, you know, where that spirit of giving and, you know, that feeling can come from. I know for myself, you know, when the fires were getting close and they did get close to Scotts Valley, they you did. know, I live in the Whispering Pines neighborhood. They got about four and a half miles from there and there was concern boy if it got to henry cow scott valley was in danger too yeah but i remember you know trying to put my girls at ease and i have two daughters and they were both very nervous and we kept following the fire and in the beginning i was even denial that scott valley would possibly have to evacuate I'm, i kept telling my girls they're just being cautious don't worry we're fine here we're fine here and then you know finally the evacuation order did come and it was getting really serious and you know, your girls, your, your kids are looking at you, you know, for that guidance and, and that trust. And, you know, I just remember them having to pack up all of our stuff. You know, there was a moment, and I'm sure some of us in Scott's Valley experienced it, where where we thought we, you know, we had our, our car packed up, I recall yep. quite clearly. And they had a, the, the smoke was thick, stuff was coming down. Um, God, I think the Scott's Valley PD were even coming around house to house to make sure everybody was leaving. And, my, you know, my girls were in tears and we were looking at our house with our car full going, gosh, maybe we might not be able to come back to that. And yeah. I still remember vividly, you know, all of all of uh, my two girls and my wife, we we kind of did a circle and all held hands. And, you know, we reminded each other, you know, within the circle is what counts most. But I just remember that feeling of, you know, maybe you can't come back from home. And, you know, in Scotts Valley, we were fortunate we were able to. And. I still remember that, that gratitude of being able to come home. Our city council people were there welcoming us back. And, you know, even though the homes, our house smelled horrible like ash and there was some cleanup to do, just how grateful we had a home to come back to. You know, we were only evacuated for a week. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so when you have that feeling of gratitude of someone who's just so grateful who, you know, even though we didn't lose anything, it just, you, you know, your friends and neighbors in, in San Lorenzo Valley who did lose everything. Correct. You know, it just makes you want to help them yeah, all the totally. much more. I don't know about you. Yeah, totally. When I returned from my home, my, my house, I actually cried just tears of joy, like just so happy to be home. And then when I, I would hear about my friends and neighbors and people I know closely that weren't so lucky, it just made me want to help and yeah. do whatever I can all the more. And I don't know. Uh, just just wanted to share that personal story because I, I think even a lot of that, I know, Robert, you created the, the Scotts Valley, Scott Valley SLV Strong Facebook page, mm-hmm. and I think that's where that sentiment was born. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we need to scratch each other's backs and, totally. and help those who are less fortunate. But I just remember that feeling of gratitude, mm-hmm. of feeling so grateful and just made me want to help my neighbors even more. Yeah, that's great, great story, Danny. Very well said. And if I could just... Uh, 
add and, and getting close to finish it because we're close to wrapping this up. But if I, I could just add this, Lynn and Danny, and that when I was a kid, um, we didn't really have much. I mean, we were so poor we couldn't even pay attention. And I always tell my kids, you know, we were too too poor to, to get myself a middle name because I don't have a middle name. I'm just Robert Aldana. <laughs> and my kids are always, really, Daddy? I'm like, no, I'm just kidding on that one. But really, we were... We were one of those families when we were kids. Um, for many, many years, my dad wasn't around. He just wasn't. And um, my mom raised us, and I remember being on the WIC program, you know, where you used to, you know, where you get your cheese and your produce and or, you know, other things like that. And then I remember, you know, being on food stamps. And, and, and it's one of those things when I was a kid, we went through some really difficult times, really difficult times. So when you help out, you, I'm talking about the listeners who are listening to this program, and you, Danny, and you, Lynn, and me, and everybody else, and when you help, up or organiz- help out an organization like Valley Churches United, uh, VCUM, we're helping the little Roberts, the little Dannys, the little people, li- not little people, the people who, you know, who back in the day, who, who you know, were struggling and now are able to give back today. But there's people today you're helping that, you know, 10, 15 years from now or five years from now, they're going to be able to give back and keep paying it forward. And so you're helping a great cause. I love the fact that you guys, I mean, I've, I've done some stuff with you guys, you know, like, you know, passed out turkeys and, and Thanksgiving, but that's nothing compared to what you guys do daily. We do it as a way to show our kids that, you know, Hey, you know what? Um, you know, we're very fortunate and we need to help out with this cause, but that's our that our vision of what we see today. There's people who are going through this every single day. And I can tell you with 100% confidence that I was one of those kids. I was one of those families that, you know, that needed help, needed a because a lot of times people say, well, no, if they can't figure it out, then why should I be helping them? Let me tell you something. I was one of those families when I was a kid, and I think I've done all right for myself. And it's one of those things that, you know, we learn. And and uh, that's why I think that's why I love VCUM so much, because we were recipients, not of VCUM, because we didn't live in this area when we were kids, but of a similar type of a program. And it's great to see people giving to this organization. That's a very, very worthy cause. And it's, it's a win-win for everyone. Well said. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate you sharing that uh, that personal story. I think that does capture the heart of what a lot of us feel. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know what else I love about um, how people give here? Because there's been so many ways they find in their own life. Because sometimes it's giving of your time, and sometimes it's giving of your money. Sometimes it's giving of your food. Or, you know, right now it's people, I mean, people have wonderfully been giving us gift cards because we're doing all this, the, um, Christmas gifting that we're doing for the mm-hmm. kids from young, young, young through 18. And it's the teenagers that sometimes get overlooked. So we're creating some really fun packages for them that including gift cards that teenagers would like, but mm-hmm. everyone can do it at a, at a pace and at a value that works for themselves. So the person that just can go in their pantry and find a few things that they're, they're not going to use, but we could use for the pantry. That's a wonderful donation. The person that, has the time for or skill that we need now ironically right now we have so many people offering to volunteer and we can't do it because of covid so we're kind of on hold on that but believe me we love i mean we call ourselves volunteer powered and then you know we just did our um well even what we you saw so what you amazingly made happen with the virtual gala the fund as you call it f-u-n and capital fundraiser raised more money than we have ever raised at our actual physical 
gala. So, I mean, I even look at that and I go, wow, how did that happen? And it didn't happen with thousands and thousands of dollars at a time. It happened with those smaller increments, one by one by one by one. And then, of course, an amazing, you know, we know we have an anonymous donor out there that saw what was happening, was so um, elated about doing that and gracious, just stepped up and, and did that as well. And so we have that whole gambit that just makes us be, so we, it's the bounty that ends up being what we can share with the community in all of those different forms. And I love that about Valley Churches. You know, it, it takes every little penny, every little can of corn, every little, that one hour of volunteer work. And then, and then it becomes a lot more money and it becomes a lot more, you know, I'm just everything, but, you know, a lot more food, a lot more volunteer hours. You, you put it all together and it's just this, this place hums with the spirit and the generosity of our community. And I think it's been that way from the get-go. Mm-hmm. It's been that spirit. And it'll be that way long after we're not involved with what, whatever we go on in our life. You know, I hope to be here for quite some time. And we see the, the need is still going to just, it'll morph. It'll become something else. But I don't know that it'll go away. It's just, and I love that about Valley Churches. And I, I expect, I mean, what, we're 38 years strong now, going really, really strong right now. And it's a multi-generational, I see every generation involved here. And I think that's going to happen for decades and decades to come. And it just makes me really happy. Absolutely. Really, it just, yeah, it's just Absolutely. that's the community support. That's the generosity that you're talking about. The community helps, you know, they can reach out to us. Um, there's so many different ways to donate. Um, we can talk about that for a second if you want that information. Yeah, out we're there, we're going to have to wrap it up. So what we'll do is, what's uh, how how can people reach out? I mean, what's what's a number do people call? Can they call? So some if they want to give a yep, yeah, if they want to give a phone call here, that's eight three one three three six eight two five eight. Okay, so if they want, and they can also go to vcum dot org, right? And a lot yep, of good information on there too. Yeah, we have a website vcum dot org. If they want to put a, a donation in the mail it's valley churches united at p.o box 367 ben lomond california 95005 i'm going to go ahead and put that information yeah i'm going to put that information go ahead i'm sorry i'm keep cutting off i was just going to say i'm going to put all that information on links on the post for the uh, uh podcast folks uh, you've been listening to the my scots valley podcast i am robert aldana the publisher of the my scots valley facebook page and myscottsvalley.com with us we've had danny reber with the scots valley chamber of commerce and lynn robinson done a great job of explaining what it is uh, support them great organization vcum.org i want to thank you both for being on our show today thank you so much what a pleasure thank it's been you. with you Danny, thank you. Thank you. It's always fun with you. That's the beauty. I love it. You make it fun. Well, thank you both so yeah. much. Sorry to cut you off, but <laughs> we're running short on time here. But uh, what a great conversation. Enjoyed it. Hope to talk to you soon. Have a good evening, everyone, Bye. and happy holidays. You too. Thank you, Robert.